What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. I'm Dan Wendell, host of the show, and today we're going to be talking about average 401k balances. What is the average 401k balance for, say, a 55-year-old? Is this important? We're going to talk about a recent survey that came out showing what the averages are across the country and where you might fit into it. People love to compare it to each other. And I'm going to talk about what these are, but also why it's probably something that you shouldn't do. So talking about shouldn't, let's bring in Tony. There he is there. Shouldn't have brought you into the show, Tony, but I do. I love it. The tears the listeners, running down. I'm going to jump the shark for the listeners, but take a look for the viewers. I've got a bunch of eggs behind me, Tony. Yeah, I saw that, and we need to talk about that, Dan, because uh, even Orthodox Easter is past. You got you're a little bit I behind know. there. So, so I was looking for some pictures of different sized eggs, like ostrich and maybe a quail and right duck. Yeah, but I didn't feel like spending too much time trying to come up with something witty. So I did pick this one and you could see there's a bunch of different colored eggs and there's that one white one on the top that's yep. not yet colored and yep. it's different. So again, the whole point of today's show is to talk about your nest egg, right? Uh-huh, there it is. A little people are going to oh the nest egg. Well, I just think we should be building a nest egg. Yeah, March. What Simpson is your tax plan? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're going to talk about four hundred one k balance. It's a good, good, good point bringing up the tax plan, Tony, because this means it's all taxable at some point. That's so right. The, the bigger your the bigger your four hundred one k, the more taxes you're going to pay. Theory. So we're not talking <laughs> about Easter, folks. Even though if you're viewing on YouTube, you are looking at a big background of East colored Easter eggs that Dan put up for some right. reason. What I'm trying to show is everyone's got a different size nest egg. Hmm. A different uh-huh. nest egg. We'll just say different. Yeah. So, so <laughs> it almost worked in. Don't so, worry about it. I want to talk about, you know, because I looked, what I was doing, I was looking online to see what are people reading? And I found that the articles that say, here's what your average, here's what the average 40 year old's 401k balance is. And you know that a lot of 40 year olds are going to want to know what that is. You know, Tony, you're, you're close. You're in your fifties. What's the average fifty-five-year-old's four hundred one k balance? You're going to be interested in that, and yeah, not I am right. It's it's you're curious, right? So yeah, it's kind of clickbaity. It's when I saw that, I said, yeah. "Hey, I'm close to that age. Uh, I'm right. close." Uh, so. I picked it for a reason, right? So I'm I'm trying to <laughs> figure engage you and get you interested in it. But this is what's been happening, right? So so people are actually wanting to know this, and they're clicking on it. So if you look at the most read articles, what's trending. It's these types. What is the average nest egg for a 60-year-old? So on. So what I've done is I've taken this data from How America Saves 2021. This is Vanguard. They put out a survey every year. Or what they do is they analyze. They have 4.7 million participants in Vanguard 401ks. And they anonymously take all that data and they crunch it out into this report. And you can get the report. There's the link. And I'm just going to highlight one piece of it. 
And that is, what is the average 401k balance for their participants and for people that are a certain age, right? And I trust Vanguard. That's a, Vanguard's a great source. So, well, what's interesting is they have almost 5 million people in it. So it's a pretty good representation of people in 401ks in general. They didn't just go to a mall and grab 150 people. (laughs) And it's not like, how much is your 401k? And I'd be like, 6 million, right? No, they're actually looking at the data. So they're they're not making this up. So the average 401k balance of all participants Mm -hmm. in 2020. So this is 2021. They're using last year's data. This is 2022 now, so we're going to get the new survey for last year, 2021. But the most recent data they have is 129,157 is the average 401k Mm. balance. Wow, at 55? No, everybody. Oh, that's average, everybody. Okay, okay, okay. The average 401k balance of all participants in the Vanguard is 129,000. Now, the median is 33,000. So let of, of all Ooh. people. So let's talk about the difference between That's average and good. median. And I'm going to mm-hmm. I know you love math. I know not only do you love the numbers but you love the the word problems of math. So Tony, yeah, I've got to I've got to go. Out. He's leaving folks. I could see the sweat pouring off the <laughs> <suicide. laughs> So for people Ooh. that don't know the difference between median and average and the reason why I put this up there is because there's a big point to be made. Sure. The median, the average is you take everyone's, you'd say, all right, there's 5.7 million. Let's add it all together and divide by 5.71 million. That's right. the average, right? Yep. The median is different. In this case, obviously, it's way lower. <laughs> That's how it's right. different. And why is it lower? <laughs> why is it lower? Because if you, if you line up all of the 5.7 million people by, balance. So you start with the one that has the smallest balance, which is probably $10 and mm-hmm. you work your way all the way up to the highest person that has, who knows, 500 million in, right. in the 401k. And you go in order at some point you'll reach there a number in which there's 2.7 million people below you in average in, in total and 2.7 million above you in total. And that's the median. So it's the middle. That's the median. Yeah. Right. The middle number. What that says is the middle number is 33. So that means half of the people have less than 33,000 and half the people have more than 33,000. Yeah. It's it's (laughs) the difference between averages and percentages. No, it's the difference between averages (laughs) and median. The average right. is but median is more about a percentage. It's ha- it's 50%. That's right. what I'm it's, saying. It's where you fall in the range. Yes. Averages See? versus the range, right? Yes. So useless information at this point, because what does that tell me? I want to know. Not, I'm 55. People don't have enough saved. People do not have enough saved for retirement is what that tells me. Well, if you're 21 and you have 33,000, do you have enough? Yeah, if you're, you're, if you're okay. 62 and you have 33,000, 33, do you have enough? Maybe, maybe. See, that's the point, Tony. This is everybody's love. situation is different. Right, Punchline. Right. It depends. Let's cut to the chase. <laughs> the average 401k balance mm. for people ages 55 to 64 is 232,000. Now, I'm not the, the median is like 80 something, but here's here's why the median isn't really valuable 
is because what if Elon Musk's uh, 401k was in in this? He probably doesn't even have a 401k, but let's say he someone had five billion in the 401k and they're in this mix. The average is going to be way higher. I mean, it's just going to be so skewed, but the median yeah. would probably be the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, here it is. 232,000 is the average 401k balance for a 55 to 64 year old. And about what I would have guessed, I would have guessed 200,000 or 220,000. So what does this tell us? Well, if you're looking at this and you're, and you're watching this YouTube show right now and you're 60 and you're saying, I have 200 in my balance, I'm below average. That's what you could say. But what does that really tell you? I don't know. I, people like it. People like to know where they stand. It, it tells you two things. It tells you, number one, you got you should probably start saving more. Number two, you need to work with a financial services professional to see what your personal number should be, right, based on your goals. Right. And, and when it comes to people in 55 to 64, what are they really thinking about? They're thinking about retirement, most likely. Right. And by the way, the retire, the 65 plus average 401k balance was lower, which makes sense because that's anyone over 65 and they're probably not working and contributing. So they're taking away from it. So it goes down. Sure. But that makes again, sense. this is only 401k. This doesn't factor in all the other things that you might have when it comes to wealth. You might have a savings. You might have a non IRA balance. You might or, have home equity. Or you might not. Or you might not. You might have records. LP. You might have, instead, you might have an extensive uh, record collection. I'd be curious what the average number of records owned. Do you think the average number of records owned by household is 0. 0.01 or higher? <laughs> See, you'd be you'd you'd be skewed. Okay. Oh yeah, Besides I would be the coding. Elon Musk of <laughs> records. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't be the Elon Musk. There are people out there with where, that own warehouses full of records. Right, right. I've met and them. You're jealous of them. You're jealous of them. Mm, no, no, because um, they they have no social skills or life. But <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not judgy, totally judgy, jealous. But judgy. oh, so, uh oh, does size matter, Tony? Does size matter? That's the question. The age when old it comes question. to your portfolio balance. <laughs> when it comes to your 401k, I would say yes, it does. And I would say. It no. depends. You would say it depends. I know you would. It would. It it does. And that's the whole point of the show. Okay. So right. someone watching is 55 saying, I want to retire in eight years. I don't know. Just making up numbers. Um, and I have 300,000. I'm hey, I'm above the average for my age group. Right? I'm 55 with 300,000 to in my 401k. I'm doing great. Are you? Are you? Does the size of your 401k really matter? Okay, I'll give you, uh, uh, to answer that, I'll give you a couple scenarios, Tony. A couple comes into me, couple A, Mary and John, they say, hey, Dan, um, and let's call them 62, okay? And they're retired. Mary and John come in, they're 62, they have $500,000 in their 401k, in their retirement accounts, in their nest egg. Their their egg has 500,000 in it. And they come to me and say, Dan, um, we're a little nervous. 2022 hasn't started off so great. The market is is tanking, for lack of a better word. 2021 was great. Don't get us wrong. Um, we're retired, but we're nervous. 
um, we decided that we want to go on a trip. And um, so we're going to go on a cruise to the Mediterranean. And our daughter finally had the baby. And so we just spent a bunch of money to buy her some furniture. We painted the room and we want to put a little bit of money in the baby's 529 for college. So I know we said we were only going to spend 25,000 from our nest egg this year. And cause that's what we projected. We did a plan, but we're thinking that that might be 35,000 this year. So the market's going down. Do we take from the market while it's going down? We're a little concerned. We're con- we're shaky. What do we do? Okay. So that's, that's, couple a tony sure right, so you can imagine it sounds like feeling. a realistic scenario too you've probably come across that in your years absolutely being absolutely. a financial planner for people and then we talk we solve their issue we talk about that and then the next appointment comes in couple b mary and john as well surprise surprise they're same names it's ironic and they say dan we have five hundred thousand to our name we're 62 we're retired um, 2022 has started off poorly. The market's volatile. We're not comfortable. We don't feel very happy about this. 2021 was great. Don't get us wrong. But 2021's, 2022 starting a little shaky. Um, by the way, our daughter just had a baby. And what we're planning to do is we're going to go up and live there for three weeks to help them get settled. And that's going to cost us, probably we factored in with flights and everything, about twelve, fifteen hundred dollars $1,500. Um, and we were going to go on that trip, but instead we're going to help the daughter. And so we're going to uh, probably to use some of that money there. But one thing we noticed is um, with COVID and uh, we started, we actually spent a little bit less than we, we expected. So what we've seen is our checking account has actually gone up. So we have more in our savings account than we had projected. And we are wondering, is now a good time to put that money in the market or is the market tanking? Should we wait a little bit more? And we said we were going to take 25,000 out of our, our uh, 401k. And, but um, we don't, since we have so, so much extra, we have about 500 extra this month. Do we need to, can we pause that? Should we take it out anyway? Is that a good thing to do? What do you say? We just not, but we still don't like the market. It's shaky. That's scenario B. So they have the same amount of money. They're the same age. They both had a daughter that had a baby. What's different though in that conversation? They're both concerned about the market, but what's the main difference that you observe between these two couples? Well, couple B is smart because they're, they're really wary to take anything out and they aren't taking anything out and they have other sources that they are willing to pull from because they know pulling from the market, their market money. Well, it, when the market's tanking is, is going to uh, affect them more. Am I right in that? Yes. And you call them smart, but I'm not saying I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that the right. first couple right. is dumb. They just have different spending. They right. Have different spending habits. Couple yeah. A is more spending. Couple B is more savers. They have the same 401k balance. So but neither who's, one who's of them should off? pull money out of the market while it's down. If they can help. Well, exactly. So building a retirement income plan, you should have other sources and couple A does. Right. They're just and, like, and but, that's what you do for people is you make sure if they're clients of yours, I know that they will have other sources for that money. Well, they'll have a plan. 
So if yeah. we do have a correction, where are we going to pull money from? Do we want to pull it while it's going down? Do we have a choice? Do we pull from other sources that are more short term and aren't as impacted? Right. And so that's the conversation I have. But the point of the show is, does the size matter? And the answer is no. The size of their 401k doesn't matter. They both have 500,000. Yeah. Um, what matters? Yeah, it really more, wouldn't matter. It really wouldn't matter if they one had 300,000 and one had 600,000. If you pull money out of it, well, it's down. It can deplete it, quickly. It comes down to what you're spending. They both yes. had the same expected spend rate. But so so the portfolio but is the same. Couple the A is wanting to spend or has already spent a lot of money. Yep. Right. Yep. And they're changing the spend rate. So spending habits and lifestyle are much more important than 401k size. I see your you, point here. You can have a pension and therefore you don't need as much as a 401k. You can have a right. lower spending rate. You don't need your 401k to be that much higher. Now, I'm not saying, hey, let's all be, you know, austerity here, measures here. Let's all like hide and don't live in retirement. I'm a mm -hmm. big proponent of spending more in retirement. I'm a big proponent of that couple doing that Mediterranean cruise when they're 62 versus when they're 82. So it, but the point is the size of your 401k isn't what matters. What matters is what your income need is. Got because it. your income needs going to determine whether or not your 401k or your retirement assets are enough. That's the conversation that you have. So what you first so ever be so anxious to hear, you know, how do I compare to the average with how much I have saved? And you're saying the size of the 401k doesn't matter. No, it's your spending because, habits and your lifestyle that matters. Right. If I said 500,000 is what you need, we've done shows on this. I'll put it up here. We've done a show that talks about, you know, how much is enough. It's right. a silly question. And so these comparison things are designed to get people to read and click, right, for yeah. advertisement. But it's also designed to, or it, it's having the effect of changing how people feel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, oh, I feel better now because I'm okay. No, you're not okay. If you're looking at the average size of 230 and you're like, I have 400, I'm double the average, I'm okay. That, how, how do you know that? You don't. If you're spending 300,000 a year, you're not okay. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. But if and you're, if and, you're and people on... don't like to take a pay cut in retirement either. So if they're used no. to a certain lifestyle, you, you got to watch out. So it's really the most. I think we should listen to Homer on this one. My lifestyle is my retirement plan. That's it. <laughs> I've never heard that before. You're good. See, you, all those years and dedication to watching adult cartoons have really helped you out, Tony. You really, it's coming, it's coming to fruition here. So yeah, the question is, and, and maybe there's a survey out there and that's what I'm going to look for next. What is the average spend rate for a 55 year old? Yeah. Right? 55 that to be, 65. Wouldn't that, that be range? more? In, yeah. a, a better how how much am i spending compared to my peers versus how much do i have in my bank account like that's a much more interesting question because that is going to answer your lifestyle right and and it's all relatives if you if you're sitting here and saying oh the average 401k balance for 55 to 64 is 232,000 i only have 132,000 I'm going to stress about this now. I'm going to cry. I'm going to, I'm going to add more to my savings and I'm going to freak out. 
that that's not the answer either. The answer is, no. well, does your 132 provide enough for you if you were to retire? Yeah. Maybe you have a pension. Maybe you have other sources of income that you can use, right? Yeah, you have to That's factor okay. in everything, social security, right. everything, how you right. can minimize taxes to make more money. But the bottom line is the answer is really what should you do? Should you worry? No, you should pick up the phone and call Dan Wendell. You need a trusted financial services professional, a fiduciary who's going to look out for your best interests and really look at your personal situation and then come up with a plan, a written plan. Uh, not just, I got a 401k, I'm covered. That, that's right. not going to cut it. Right. You're right. Because what happens now, right now, a lot of people, they focus on the number and their yeah. advisors focus yep. on the number, right? Yeah. They're nervous yep. about the stock market going down because my 401k is going down. Yeah, I get yeah. that. I get that. Yeah. But if your advisor's saying, just hold on and, and that's what they'll do. And that's, yeah. that's probably the smart move. But yeah. if you don't have a goal, if you don't have an end vision of how much you need that 401k to be based on an income need. Then right. you're kind of just saying, if it goes down at all, you're going to freak out. You're going to panic. So a lot of advisors use the 401k number. A lot of people use the 401k number as well to determine their success. I'm saying that's not how you determine success. You determine success by focusing instead, not on what other people have in their 401ks, not on even what you have in your 401k. Focus on your retirement income, what that needs to be. And then work toward building a nest egg that will generate the income you need. Mm. Very different way of focusing on it. And these, I'm saying these kind of comparison studies, hey, it's good data. It's useful to know, but it's really not. It causes more anxiety than it should. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, very good point. Well made today. Good show today, Dan. And uh, I think it was... Um, uh, really important for people to understand that, again, I'm going to, I hate to beat a dead horse here, but uh, you got to work with a financial services professional. You got to have a plan in place because your situation is different. And you want to work with somebody that looks at the big picture and your personal situation and doesn't just say, you know, buy and hold, buy and hold, stocks, buy and hold. That's not the answer for everything. The number isn't the answer. Right. At some point, you're going to have to turn that number into income. Yes. So if you don't know how to do that, you're shooting blind. The yeah. numbers are relevant. So, yes. yeah. So, Tony, you're not stressed out now knowing what the average 401k balance is. I, for your I, group, right? I was never stressed out because I've got, I've got Dan Wendell. Yes, on my side. Tony. Stress over here. Down. Yeah. Stress yeah. bad. All right. Thanks for a good show, Tony. Let me um, let me end by saying, Tony, right? Ooh, that's a first. No, not a first. Yeah. Having a plan. Tony here? <laughs> Having a plan is helpful, but specifically in this case, having a retirement income plan is much more valuable than having an actual number that you look at. Have a plan about what your income is going to be. Thanks for a good show, Tony. We'll catch you next week. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. 
The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.